You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, listeners. I hope you are happy, joyous, and free. As my nanny always says, we are one week away from my wedding. (laughs) This is not a drill. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. I have the privilege of getting to marry Cassie, who is the love of my life, the kindest person I know. She inspires this podcast every day. If you are an avid listener of this podcast, you know I blabber on and on about her. I often have her come on here and give kindness tips because she truly is just a beacon of light. We met and fell in love in college at Marist. Shout out Red Foxes. What? What? I'll never forget the first time I saw her, which was on stage, oddly enough. Uh, We're such theater kids. We were auditioning for the same show. And at the time, the head of the theater department decided to put us all through the same unique form of torture by auditioning us in front of each other. Yes, he said it was an educational opportunity to watch each other audition. You know what it also could have been? An educational opportunity for people to make fun of each other. Fortunately, everyone was really kind and there were no incidents that I heard of. But I'm really glad he did this because when Cassie waltzed onto that stage, it was honestly love at first sight. I'm not just saying that. I, my heart felt it. It was pounding and I just felt like I had been struck by Cupid's arrow. It was a movie moment, truly. And now nine years later, wow, we've not only shared the stage together many times, but we now share so much of our life together. I mean, we've actually put our two lives together in a blender, shaken it up, and created an even better joint life. And I feel like that's the dream, right? That's what you want in every relationship. So now we just got to make it official. Please, everyone, send us good vibes from near and far. Now, I know you didn't press play to hear me blabber on about my wedding, so thank you for indulging me. Unless, of course, you are a family member or in our wedding party, then maybe you did. And in that case, call me. I'll talk. I promise to report back on the wedding when I come up for air afterwards. We are also going on a mini moon. We're flying to LA for something exciting as well. We're also going to be working on a little project out there. Ah! Okay, anyway, I have so much to report back on. 
That said, this episode might be a semi-finale just for a little bit. We're going to go on a brief hiatus, obviously, so we can bask in the love and the sunshine and write thank you notes. But I could not think of a more kind Vulas, that's kind and marvelous put together, <laughs> guest to have ahead of the most special day of my life than the one and only Nina West. Nina West is a drag queen, actor, singer, songwriter, and LGBTQ activist played by Andrew Levitt, who is equally amazing. She was named the most Googled drag queen in the world from 2020 to 2021 with over 7.8 billion unique searches. That's more times than I searched Nutella in a day. Nina rose to national prominence in 2019 with her appearance on VH1's Emmy-winning show, RuPaul's Drag Race, season 11, where she placed sixth and won Miss Congeniality. In 2021, she returned to the show as a guest and was anointed America's sweetheart by RuPaul herself. Nina made history at the 71st Primetime Emmy Awards in September of 2019 when she became the first ever person to walk the carpet in full drag. While her season won five Primetime Emmy Awards, including Best Reality Competition Show, which is sort of an amazing fairy tale ending to Nina's journey with Drag Race. Just wait until you hear her journey to get there. I mean, it was long, but she never gave up. On June 17th of 2020, Nina released a charity partnership with the one and only country music legend and possibly the best person on the planet, besides Cassie, hey, Dolly Parton. Together, they created the Dolly X Nina Kindness is Queen collection, with all proceeds going to the Dolly Parton Imagination Library and the Nina West Foundation to benefit LGBTQ youth and literacy. It sold out in hours, because every little thing Dolly and Nina touch turns to gold. Speaking of philanthropic efforts, well, not just efforts, but six sessions? Succeeds? Miss West has raised over $5 million for charity and is often on the front lines of LGBTQIA issues. In 2021, she partnered with Nickelodeon and Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues, Blue's Clues, Blue's Clues. Fun fact, I actually auditioned to be the new host of Blue's Clues, but um, I'm still waiting for the call. Nina partnered with them for a series of Pride videos that went viral with over 2 million views. Nina hosted the first ever Disney Plus This Is Me Pride Celebration Spectacular, a celebration of the LGBTQ community with Disney classics reinterpreted by LGBTQ artists. She returned to the show in 2022 to perform with Disney legend Alan Menken in a tribute to Disney legend Howard Ashman. Nina has also fronted major advertising campaigns for multinational companies like Pepsi, Pantene, Lane Bryant, Bombas, Ooh, love their socks, Bubbly, and Procter and & Gamble. Flash forward to today, Nina is currently headlining the brand new national tour of the Broadway musical Hairspray from original producer Jerry Mitchell in the leading role of Edna Turnblad, for which she has received rave reviews. We are here today to mostly focus on Nina's first ever children's book, The You Kind of Kind. It is out now through PA Press. I mean, come on, kind is in the title. It's, well, it simply was-tastic, which is wonderful and fantastic combined. You might notice a trend here of me making up words today. Well, I'm inspired by Nina, who makes up unbelovable, that's unbelievable and lovable combined, 
I don't know if that really works because it kind of sounds like I'm saying it's unlovable, but it's not. It's, it's amazing. Well, she makes up much better words in her magical children's book. As if Nina's not busy enough these days, she co-stars alongside Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, and an all-star cast in the Roku original movie, Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, which is also out now and also the title of my life. Minus the Weird Al Yankovic story. Just, it's called Weird. I can't wait to watch it. I've heard it's amazing. We talk about it all, people. It's such a fun and poignant time. So get ready for an audio party. Speaking of party, it's always a party with us on social media at Rob Peter Paul and at Art of Kindness Pod. You're more than welcome to join our kindness community on there. Now, if you're new here today, I should say, mm-hmm, oh, it rhymed, I could rhyme all day. You should know that after every celebrity interview, we do a kindness tip of the week where we provide an actionable, unique kindness tip. I, I guess by Nina's standards, that would be actnique or uniqueable. I, I don't know. Anyway, please stick around as I'm joined by the love of my life, Cassie, to give you a special tip. Now, without further ado, please enjoy the best of the rest, Miss Nina West. Hi, sorry for my delay. Hi. You are so fine. Hi, Nina. It's so nice to see you. You too. How are you? I am so, well, first of all, I'm so excited to talk to you today and I can't wait to have more conversation. By the way, do you prefer Andrew or Nina? Does it matter? Nina. No, it doesn't matter. If you want to call me Nina, call me Nina. It's okay. Same. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Right. Well, Nina, I'm seriously so pumped to talk to you. I have heard from so many people that you are literally the art of kindness, the epitome of kindness. And I've seen that myself just through following you and loving all the beautiful, bright and campy magic you kind of sprinkle into the world. It's seriously Thanks. just such a joy to have you in this lifetime and on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, I'm really honored to be here and share, I guess, a little bit of me and my own little, I guess, magic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so you're in Boston right now. You're on you're on tour for Hairspray, correct? I am in Boston. I'm looking out over the State House is right over here and um, beautiful downtown Boston. Um, I've never spent this much time in Boston and I love it. Uh, I've been here before, but I love it. So I'm really thrilled to be here. I love Boston so much too. The food is so good and it's just such Where a Where should I go? Okay, I always say it wrong because there's just something going on in my brain, but it's not Fenway Hall, but the hall, the big food hall. What's that called? Fenway. I know what you mean. Okay, we somehow we'll put it together. Fenway. 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 I don't know. Just type in Boston Hall and I'm sure you'll find your way there. Fenway? No, that's totally not it. Let's leave it there. It's spelled like that. Yes. Yeah. I, but yeah. I think that is great. And the seafood is great. There's places right on the water near there that are super fun near yeah. the uh, aquarium. Anyway, I'm not a Boston tour guide, but I'm sure you'll find <laughs> something amazing. <laughs> I love how I'm like, you to it. yeah, go to 57 Hudson Street. Tell them Rob sent okay, you. Okay, done. <laughs> but how is the tour going? Are you having so much fun? Yeah, this is a dream come true. You know, yeah. um, to be able to tour this country, I think, with this show right now has been uh, a really uh, an incredible and valuable life learning experience. This is a show, I mean, when talking about kindness uh, and joy, and I think um, manifesting joy, this is a show that uh, truly, I really encapsulates that. And 
to be going to different cities, big and small, all across this country, to watch audiences in very different ways, regionally, and oftentimes even like in that small audience aspect, consume and react to the show. And then by mm-hmm. the end of it, everyone has this very similar reaction. It's it's really awesome. It's awesome. I love that. And it's such a party at the end. I feel like oh my nobody God, leaves without a smile. It's a big party, right? I mean, everyone's <laughs> up out of their seat dancing. Uh, people are doing the choreography. It's like, what is happening? It's magic, yeah. So much fun. And I kind of giggle every time I hear Hairspray Tour because I'm sure you might be aware that was the final big open call for actors in New York City was the Hairspray Tour right before the pandemic hit. And mm-hmm. it, Nina, was. it was it was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I mean, I walked by. I was not going to go in there. The line was around the building. People were there since yeah. like 3 a.m. Yeah, they were done. There's um, one of our company members. Her name is Emery. She's from Boston, and her bio in Boston says uh, something like, waited in waited in line for twelve hours to audition for Hairspray. I mean, that's like all it says. <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> it's like uh, the stories are quite uh, fantastic. She waited in line. For, so her story, she waited in line for twelve hours, and she was the last person to be seen that day, <sighs> or like or like fourth to last person to be seen that day. And she's our penny. She got Penny Pingleton. And wow. so it's like proof that um, I think if you just really like believe in yourself and you hold out that like anything can happen. And mm. um, yeah, the story with Hairspray audition lines are really crazy um, because it was an open call and it was fantastic. And it has got a lot of people through the door and then their first big uh, professional opportunity to tour with the country. So it's it's awesome. And I just feel like what you said about the beautiful artist playing Penny is such a testament to you because that's how I feel about you when I've looked at your career. And I have so many questions here that I want to ask you about believing in yourself and not giving up. And of course, I want to get into your book. But before I just keep complimenting you all day, because I mean, your book literally leaves me speechless. I'm obsessed with it. I know I'm not the demographic, but I just want to move (laughs) inside of your book. Like I want to live in your book. It is simply... It is a uh, superbless. Is that the word? Superbless? Yeah, superbluous. Yeah. Uh, superbluous. There we go. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I mean, I just, exactly. I, I could compliment you for hours, but before I do Thank that, you. the first question I always like to ask <laughs> is how are you at receiving compliments? You seem pretty good at it. Um, I mean, um, I'm okay <laughs> with it. It's, it's, you know, it's, uh, I don't like to, I, I mean, like, here we are sitting here and I'm talking about myself. Um, but like in a social setting, I absolutely drive away the attention from myself. Like if we're sitting out, like and we're having dinner, like, or if I'm out with the company having post-show drinks, I don't like to talk about me mm. uh, really much at all. But, you know, like in this setting, it's it's very different, right? Because we're we're having a conversation like I mean I know what I signed up for <laughs> to talk about me so it's, it, it is very different right you know um Nina this is actually we're gonna talk about me I have okay a, good I'm ready for it I tell have me, a list of questions about more. my personal life about my family no <laughs> no I, I totally get that I totally identify with what you're saying and I think it aligns with you because you're all about giving back and really spotlighting people yeah I want to make sure like you know that the in my own message the message of what I of what I'm trying to do is really kind of heard. So it's like, it's really awesome to talk about all these wonderful projects, but I also really want to talk about what it, what like how those threads might like weave a fabric of, of giving somebody else the opportunity to kind of see themselves in the narrative mm-hmm. or to find themselves in the conversation and insert themselves and provide agency for themselves. So 
Um, yeah, that's part. I mean, I think that's a lot of it. But you know, in talking about in talking about those things, I do think that I have an interesting story of not um, giving up on myself and believe, like you said, like believing in myself to get get open those doors and um, make those moves and challenge myself to I think to 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 achieve the things I want in this life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What what do they say? There's only two emotions love and fear and I feel like you have chosen love Nina and to me love is kindness and you are a symbol of kindness and so to kind of I guess unlock the door of this conversation that's not about you but it is about you today (laughs) how would you define kindness what is your definition that's a great question because I think it's ever evolving I think depending on the situation that I'm in but I think kindness is actually giving of yourself um, in a very authentic and genuine way to um, to not only others, but to yourself to, I think, receive um, and give the world um, joy and light and uh, authenticity and love on those and kindness shows itself in many different ways. It could be like it like could be opening the door for someone. It could be saying hello to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you say hello to somebody, it, you're like, you're, you're, you're actually in the act of saying, I see you. Um, I love that you have that in the book. I think that's such yes, a great lesson for kids. It's a really big thing. You know, I noticed it. We were in um, Boston on Monday. We had gotten here on Monday. And there was another, my friend and I, who's in the company, were walking by um, an ele- an elevator attendant and I looked at him and I said hello and he went hello hmm. I mean like he just hadn't it was like a it was like a physical reaction of that see like that that show he was surprised at being said hello to and I think that's I mean that's like that's what a small gesture that is to hopefully make someone's day just go what that you know even in that moment hmm. he was seen and I th- so like kindness looks like and it represents itself in many different ways from a thank you card to holding the door for someone to saying hello to somebody to um, having conversations with people to to uh, will to to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Mean- yeah, kindness is, I don't know why you were talking for me, it just like slammed into my brain. Kindness is almost like a box of crayons. There's all these different colors of kindness. You know, there's all these different crayons you can choose from throughout the day. And I love that you give the kindness tip because we're all about actionable kindness tips on here of saying hello, because we talk a lot about smiling to people when you pass them, smiling at them. But saying hello is almost better because it actually gets them to look up and it does make people feel seen. And it's so small, but it's so big. Well, even and I think post in in intermediary and post mask wearing, yeah, um, you know where we can't always see someone smile. Uh, engagement, I think, does matter, and how we engage with one another matters, and how mm. we speak to one another matters, and that's a really big lesson I think in this world, uh, in this climate we live in today, which is oftentimes when you turn on the news, which is very real. I should say that people are yelling mm. into the ether at one another and we're experiencing this very, very strong clash of cultural um, kind non-listening. of non-listening. <laughs> non-listening. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I think um, providing the space for people to have, to even open up to have a conversation or talk to one another is, I think, really big and major. And I can't believe that that should feel so, um, like, such a Herculean feat to, like, open a door for conversation. But in this day and age, it is. And so however we can get people to, like, look up from their phone to um, to even if we can agree to disagree, there is kindness in that, right? Mm. Like, I don't agree with you and that's okay. And we, and how do we make space for that? And how do we make mm. space for disagreeing? And that has to be allowed too. I cannot, I cannot, you know, just go over here and, and be with a bunch of people that I agree with and live. I mean, I could, but what, a, I mean, that doesn't, that does not really foster growth and a sense of community to mm. just be surrounded by people who are all, we all are saying yes to the same thing. You know, like we have to, we have to learn how to talk to one another and foster growth in ways that are uncomfortable and, and, and um, challenging to us. Mm. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you're saying that because you have a platform and you're leading by example. You're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. And it's almost like if you look at your parents or your siblings, we don't always agree with them. And yet right. they're the people we love most in the world. And so if we can almost approach everybody else in that kind of vein, you know, sometimes you got to cut family loose. I don't know, but I'm not recommending what people do, but right. you know, right. It's, All right. I hear you. it's an interesting thing to say. And so when I look at you and I start at the beginning of your journey and I start at the, literally the beginning of your book, let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> it's dedicated to your parents who you said yeah. gave you the wings to fly, which I don't know why, but that's touched my heart very deeply. And so I would love to know how you feel like they did that. How do you think they made your wings? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, because my parents and I, like you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they, maybe you know a little bit more about me than I thought. Um, my parents and I don't always agree. And my mm -hmm. parents and I are, we have vast, vastly different, uh, I think, ideals for the type of world we want to live in. Um, and that's, and I think we are on on a daily basis, we come to terms with that and we have conversations surrounding that. Now, in those challenges, um, my parents have never uh, sacrificed their love for me. And in that, I know that my parents have always wanted the best for me. And I don't know if they dreamt that their child would be a famous drag queen. That probably wasn't their first choice. Um, but I do know that now that, I mean, I mean, they were supportive of me when, but long before I was famous, right? As mm -hmm. a drag queen locally in Columbus. Um, and it was challenging for them. But again, I, I, I have really, I really have worked on fostering the relationship that is okay and healthy for me and then on my terms. And it's not always, sunshine and roses and I think that's what's relatable and it's not always it's not always sadness and and heavy disagreement either and mm -hmm. um it's taken a lot of work you know I have had to make I've had to make space for my parents to ask questions that are or, or to tell me where they disagree with me on things uh or to insert their own thoughts and ideologies and I've also had to ask them to create space for me to have those conversations with them. And this is mm. since I came out, these are, you know, like this has been a journey and a process and I can, nothing happens overnight. And like nothing is a social media post. Like mm. in life, 
this is every social media platform is just it's while fun and entertaining it's exactly that it's entertainment and it's just not how we we can live our lives successfully and so Mm -hmm. i think my, my relationship with my parents is a great example of that it's not a send or post button this is take this is cultivating these relationships that matter to me and that are important to me to understand where my parents are coming from and understand uh, what that means for them, but also what their love means to me. And so on so many ways, my parents had to set me free for me mm. to experience my own life and, and, and for me to experience the joy and the hurt and the celebration and the love and the pain. They also had to let go of their own ideas of what they had in store for me. You know, what the, their own ideal of, we see Andrew getting married to a woman, mm-hmm. have a white, but you know, be, have this perfect job. They had to let go of that. There was a death of an idea that they had had. And I had to provide the space for them to grieve that. Mm. You know, like it's, and that's what's complicated about interpersonal relationships and complicated about all of us being different is that we, there's like it's challenging yeah and yeah but they gave me the the wings to fly and the heart to soar is i think what i wrote and yeah you know like um showed me through action how important it is to love unconditionally Mm, that's so beautiful so yeah and it feels like on both sides you both love each other as humans more than you disagree with maybe each other's actions And I think a lot of people weight the action and what someone's doing and believes in over like seeing them as a human. And so it's cool because we could both learn from each other at the end of the day. I mean, nobody's, nobody has the perfect view. I mean, I'm yet to meet that maybe Dolly Parton, you know, we'll get (laughs) into it. But, you know, speaking of, of acts of kindness and people who gave you wings, I think I might know, but is there anyone who stands out to you as doing an act of kindness that you feel like changed the trajectory of your career as you started in drag? Yeah, well, in, well, I think the person who really changed the trajectory of my life, I mean, there's a few. My, my grandmother, my grandma Barbara, my mom, my dad's mother was mm. the first person who really like, ex- like, I think identified maybe my difference without ever telling me. Um, and I, I'm of course, like hypothesizing because she passed before I could come out to her um, like a couple of decades ago. Um, But because I'm that old, I'm 44. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, my grandma Barbara was the first one, I think, to support me and in a sense of encouraging me to do things that maybe necessarily weren't um, traditional Mm -hmm. um, for uh, a boy during that time period. Uh, from right from like you know really focusing um, on my my artistic side and really encouraging me to do uh, to do things in the arts um so I'd say she was my first kind of champion and then my my I had a Grandma's. choir oh. my grandma yeah and then I had a choir teacher uh, named Kathy Ringley who um also was no longer with us but drove like drove me to my first audition um for a community theater production of a Christmas Carol um and so that was so I think that was really impactful for me that's so and, special I thought you said Kathy Rigby at first I was oh, like oh Kathy Rigby no Kurt I know can you imagine no she said Peter Pan you can find her <laughs> she gave Peter. you wings she definitely gave you wings <laughs> uh, but her name was Kathy Ringley sorry and then um I mean there's like a few I mean I've had a lot of champions along the way mm. I don't think 
Um, and I think it's another lesson in how people have given me kindness and how I've received it is that a lot of people throughout my story and my career have lifted me up and put me uh, on a, a level to uh, really try my art, whether it be drag or writing or um, theatrical performance, what have you, mm. and have allowed me to make mistakes and fail and ask questions and come back better and stronger to, you know, I mean, like I'm, I have been lifted by a community back home in Columbus, Ohio. Um, my drag mother, Virginia West is a, is a huge voice who got me really started in drag and allowed me to kind of flourish and find my own path and carve that path two decades ago in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I mean, like there's a lot of champions I have in my life who've just said, mm who've said to me you're worth it and i am like i have to like remind myself also because we all have those as rupaul calls them those inner saboteurs <laughs> we all have those voices inside of our heads that are like you're not you don't deserve this you're not worthy of this you are a fraud you're a phony um and all of you know but i have to like look back and be like all these people believe in me i can believe in myself too like, you know like again it's uh, and it's all rooted again these are all acts of kindness all acts of love um so yeah Long, that, that, I'm, long answer. I appreciate the long <laughs> answers and I could just listen to you talk all day and it's so fascinating. I have so much to ask you. And for me, it's, it is something like you're such a beacon of light and you are so kind that I think that's why people want to help you because there's just no reason not to be kind. I mean, you get it back. That's not the reason you should be kind, but it does come back to you. And I think people want to help you because you are kind to them. So it is a testament to you. And I'm glad you see that on days when you're down and you're like, nope, I got to believe in myself. They believe in me. I think that's a good reminder. Thank you. Thanks. That's true. I mean, you know, like, yeah, you, I, I mean, I, I, true acts of kindness are rooted, are rooted, I think, in I, just trying to create a better world for mm. yourself, for others. And it is, and kindness begets kindness, right? It like, it, it, it does grow like a beautiful garden. And so I think like, that's where we have, I think that's where we all have to like come back to the reminder that we can stop yelling at one another and we can actually try to extend yeah. an olive branch and allow, we could try to make our garden grow. So, yeah. Exactly. I love that. And I love that you said too, these people help you believe in yourself and remind you because in looking at your story, I mean, I think you said that you tried out for drag race nine times, nine years uh -huh. before yeah. you got in. I yeah. I mean, that is so impressive because most people <laughs> would probably give up after four times. I mean, maybe maybe one. Some people just get so down. But what was it about that that just made you persist? I just knew I had a vision. I yeah. knew, and by I mean, like I just saw myself there. I saw myself in that workroom. I saw myself engaging with Rue and with Ross and Michelle. And I saw myself on that level, right? Like drag race is like a, it's like a whole other level. Mm. And I wanted to be there. And I, as hard as it was to be told no eight times prior to my ninth time getting it, I mean, it was hard. And those were hard pills to swallow. You know, like the, like it was like, what is it about me that's not good enough? And then you'd see who won. And you'd be like, okay, that's how I have to make my audition tape because that's mm. what they're looking for. And it's all this, it's a, and oftentimes it felt like an exercise of futility. I was like, what am I doing this for? Like, they just don't get it. They don't see me. And then it, that last time I auditioned, it was like, <laughs> I just have to be myself. You know, like, and I, it all clicked. And I was like, I just have to be myself. 
the good, the bad, the ugly, like all, and like there's a lot of ugly. <laughs> but, <No>. um, <laughs> you know, like I had to, I had to be myself and I had to come to terms with that. What I brought to the table was good enough. And that was the lesson there. Yeah. Mm. That's so beautiful. Also not to give up on yourself. Also yes. not to give up on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a walking example of that. And casting directors, I mean, they can sniff out when someone's not being authentic. They're like professional inauthenticity sniffers. So I, I'm sure yeah. they can just tell. If they'll put you in the trash pile as soon as they see you trying to be something that you're not, which... Yeah, they're like, you know, we, we already had Bob. We already had Aquaria. We already had Bianca. We already had mm. Jane. Stop trying to do them and just do you. Yeah, yeah. that's what I had to do. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What interests me too is I feel like drag sometimes can get this kind of snarky, funny reputation, obviously in mm -hmm. show, you know, it has the sassiness to it and there's a lot of drama. Do you see any room for more kindness in the drag world specifically? I mean, I, you know, I, I know mean, there's a I, lot of kindness too. I myself have been sassy and snarky on a microphone from time to time, uh, hosting a show. Which I mean, is like fun. It, you know, like it's <laughs> like, you know, like culturally drag in nightlife is, I mean, like these drag queens, we are, we're the life of the party. We're activists. We're, you know, we are uh, hosting for centers of community gathering, right? So like when you go to a bar, specifically like at this time of year, uh, if you go to a queer bar, you're gonna see a queen probably hosting Halloween costume contests and all these right different, th different things and ideas that bring people together. Um, so like there is a skill that is, you know, like how do you keep people engaged? But it doesn't always have to be filled with snark and with uh, reedy backbiting or commentary, but you know, it's obviously, it is a, a, an aspect of, of, of drag performance. And I think that that's very, like, very, very important to mm. who we are as, as, a, as a brand, as, as, as a type of entertainer. Um, and I think that, but I also think like we can have duality in spaces. And I think mm. that people can be, uh, can do a nightclub show that is for 18 and over or can do a story time for families and children and mm -hmm. the, and and ha and understand how to walk in those spaces as uh as intelligent uh, uh adults who are providing uh, entertainment and art for the space that they're in and i think that those are um those are the type of conversations that i would love to see happen whereas mm -hmm. you know i think people see drag and they see drag as one thing you know yeah. it's kind of like um if like if all if all musicians, like, it'd be like saying, 
um, and this is a, probably a really bad example, but it'd be like saying Kanye West, it represents what's wrong with the music industry. Music is bad. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so then all music is bad. I mean, there are, drag is a vast, colorful, rich art form with a variety of people who are creating it. Mm. Uh, and um, we have to understand that it can be created for the nightclub and it can be created for the library. And how does, and, uh, and those two don't have to intersect ever. And mm. that's okay. But an entertainer can go from the library to a nightclub gig and not do the same act and mm. not do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, so I think that of course, uh, how kindness exists in the drag community is, um, I mean, it's really up to the entertainers who want to either see or foster that growth. Uh, drag is a very competitive art form. Mm. It is a very, a, even on the local level, it's really hard to get on a stage uh, because there are so many Queens who are just really fighting for the opportunity. And so, I mean, um, that's how oftentimes drag houses and drag families really come into prominence and power is because people are looking for a place to fit and looking for a place to belong. And so we, even as entertainers, could probably do a better job of like making the art form more accessible so people can express themselves through it and uh, try their hand at it. Um, mm. uh, and we don't need to be gatekeepers of the art form, right? Yeah. You know, like, uh, the art form belongs to the world. It's now pop culturally everywhere. Yeah. Because of shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and We're Here and a um, major cultural phenomenon like Hocus Pocus uh, 2. Hocus Pocus 2, with, you know, with Ginger Minj and Kimora and <laughs> Cornbread. You know what I mean? Like it is culturally everywhere. And so um, queens can't we uh, can't be gatekeepers. They have to they have to allow opportunity for people to come to the art form and experience it. And mm. um, and I think that's a, also a big lesson in kindness. How do they open themselves? How do we open the community yeah. up for people to experience those? Yeah. Yeah. And I do see a lot of kindness. And I'm glad you answered that question the way you did, because I asked it just thinking that overall, it does have this reputation of like the sass and the snark and mm -hmm. the art and the and the beauty and the fabulousness or uh, superbulousness, mm -hmm. I should say. <laughs> like we know like with friends and one of our cousins is in drag locally. And it is also such a supportive atmosphere, how people can be taken under their wing and doing each other's makeup yeah. and helping each other connect to a wake person or whatever it is. So I, I think that is something that hopefully we will see more of. And you again are certainly leading by example of, especially with your was fastic book that I want to talk about. It is a gift o gram of a book, if I do say so oh, myself. Thank you. you memorize all these words. I'm obsessed. The you kind of you. Everybody, please go run to the nearest library or bookstore. Buy this book, yeah. support this book, or library nightclub. You mentioned libraries and nightclub. I want to see a library nightclub. <laughs> that would well. be a little crazy. That would be, be a little crazy. <laughs> that'd be amazing though. I seriously, Nina, I love this book so much. I mean, the thank verses you. are Susian but more comprehensible and accessible, which I thought was so cool. And I want to move inside the illustrations. I mean, yeah, the, it is yeah. a stunning book. The illustrations are done by Hayden Evans, who is uh, a brilliant artist. And I can, I, can be, I can be proud to say that I'm thrilled that I was his first book because I guarantee you after this, he's going to be very, very busy mm. doing probably a lot of illustrations for a lot of authors. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, the, the 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 illustrations are so rich and they're so layered and they're so textured and they feel uh, if the book feels fresh and mm. new, but it also feels very familiar and nostalgic through its illustration. And I think that's why it really does work, right? Yeah. And the the text is colorful. It's interesting that you said supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at the top of the interview because um, those my my inventing of words comes from my love of Mary Poppins and the Sherman brothers who who made yeah. those words up. Uh, and they had, I mean, they were known for this. If you watch their documentary, um, I think it's called The Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about, I mean, there's all these songs outside of Poppins too, where they're making up words. Um, and I think they did it for Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And Such a maybe, good movie. Yeah, maybe The Happiest Millionaire. I mean, they've done it for a few films and, mm-hmm. and a lot of their songwriting. And I was really inspired by my own love of language, my own love of reading and my own love of storytelling and giving, I think our, our audience, the listener, if the story is read aloud or the reader, the ability to kind of create their own language and, and celebrate their own imagination and their own creativity, which was, I, which I think is a really big part of this book that is, I think really magical and worth celebrating. So magical, Mary Poppins would be proud. I mean, okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm okay. serious. <laughs> we no, we seriously need your voice, especially in this genre. And I was just wondering throughout it, who was the reader you had in mind? I mean, I know you probably were picturing that children demographic, but yeah, your voice just shines through so specifically that I felt like you were talking to me. And so I'm wondering if there was like a specific person you pictured or anything. Well, you know, uh, I had done the the way I wrote the book was I had done like 120 some story times over the pandemic where I had recorded myself reading a bunch of, of, of books, illust- children's illustrated books for audiences on my Instagram and on my YouTube channels. And uh, through that, I had really begun to understand the kind of book that I was really wanting to write. Really, this book is meant to be read aloud. It's meant to be shared um, in in a storytelling sense, be it a library or, uh, you know, around a fire with a family. Mm, um, cozy. But yeah, yeah, cozy. Cozy. Coco. Come on. <laughs> a little candle right here. Yeah, okay. Actually, it's a Hocus Pocus um, 2 candle. Sorry. Anyway. Is it really? <laughs> I, need to, I need to calm down. I'm not okay. Okay. I love it. No, you're totally okay. <laughs> I approve. I really approve. Okay, good. Um, but I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to, I think, have the audience or the reader feel in I think a welcomed addition to the world. Hmm. So like as you go through the story, we see Nina in her in her in her bedroom and she's waking up to start the day and, and, and conquer the day. And it's really as she gets through and she packs her 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 backpack and she's she, she's going through like her checklist of to do things to go out with the reader. Her job is to grab the reader. The unsaid, you, the you kind of kind, you, mm. to grab you along, to open that door. When she opens that door, she's basically got our reader by the hand to take them on this journey. And so I think like this is, I mean, it's a great question. Who is this book for? Like who, what, who's the audience I imagined? And I think it's what I imagine and I hope my hope for the book is that people will experience it and have a catharsis as they're reading it. And as the person it might be listening to it, if it's being read aloud. Um, so, you know, I want a parent or a guardian or a caregiver or a child to just see themselves in the narrative and say, yeah, this is accessible for me. 
this is easy for me and this is something I can do too. And I think that's, you know, yeah, I want, I want, I just, I was trying to create an accessibility with it. Mm. Well, it's specialable, which is special and incredible put together. And I just made that up. <laughs> I love that. Not, See, you're doing it. It's special. Am I it's doing special. it? <laughs> you're, you're totally doing it. You're totally doing it. Uh, it honestly, like, I felt like I was being wrapped up in the coziest blanket. I just, I, I loved reading it. I mean, I know it's for a younger you. audience, but I wish that I had that growing up, a, a book I could read telling me above all else to not only be kind, but to be myself. And I think you can only really practice true kindness when you are yourself and you know who you are. Because kindness, and that's hard. Yeah, and that's really hard, you know. And when you go through the book uh, and you see people being kind, you know, do, doing the act of kindness, being kind to one another through any of the examples that are given through the book, or being kind. To I themselves. love the examples you chose. That which must, yeah, been tough. yeah. Well, yeah, because we're trying to think of like what would be, what was what's relatable to a to a broad audience, to kids that will understand this. And to, uh, to, to parents, caregivers, guardians, a librarian, drag queens who are reading this at a story time. Like, oh, right, this is kindness too. Mm. You know, um, like I said, saying hello to somebody, seeing somebody. Um, that might sound really simple, but when you see somebody and when you make eye contact with somebody, that does, try it. I mean, like literally walk into, yeah. a, walk into a store, a grocery, a Target, um, wherever you might be going and actually make eye contact with somebody and say hello and see the impact that that has. Mm. It sounds simple, but it, it really does make a difference. And it what does. I love about the illustrations in this book are when you see those acts of kindness, uh, Hayden has represented that through stars and through like, like wonder dust and magic that you only get to experience when you actually do the act mm. of kindness. And so um, I think that was a really brilliant, beautiful, salute to an earlier version of the manuscript that I had. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just- It's I, so I, magical. I and you, we all those times when you're walking on the street and you're kind of nervous to say hello to somebody or smile because it does yeah. feel vulnerable. And then you kind of walk yeah. past each other and they look away and you look away and then you just feel icky. And it's kind of like you miss the opportunity for that magic. So yeah. just training your brain with reading books like this and reminding yourself is super important what's also super important is that the book was blessed by the one and only dolly parton which not many people can say i mean that's a huge deal how did that happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> i ask myself that every day i mean it's amazing um, like it should happen but it is amazing uh dolly has been uh dolly came into my life um uh, personally uh, when I was stepping down from Miss Congeniality at RuPaul's Drag Race. So we filmed our finale during the pandemic, which meant we were all filming from home. And so World of Wonder had said, okay, like, let us know what you want to do for your package of Miss Congeniality, how you want to give it up. And I was like, okay, let me think on it. And then I got to work and I'd reached out to Dolly, Dolly's people. And I was like, this is my idea. I'd love for Dolly, who I think is the queen of kindness. I think the world would agree that Dolly is the epitome of what it means to be kind in this world, a very challenging world to be kind in. She's mm -hmm. the epitome of it. And, um, and so I said, hey, here's this pitch. I have this idea to do this with Dolly. Here's a light script. Um, and literally um, the next day her people had read the script she had been on board she said yes she changed the script then and the day after that she was filming something and that's how our friendship started we then went to um we we did a, a, a charity fundraiser together and t-shirts wow. called kindness is queen uh and tote bags and pins that all benefited the nina west foundation and dolly's imagination library mm. back in 2020 it raised a lot of money and then we 
went further and have, you know, we've just kept these conversations going as friends. And um, she, we sent a, a copy of the book to her and she loved it. And she, she, she had sent this email back and then I, she sent a quote and she was just, um, she's been a champion. And I just, I think that it's just, she's amazing. She's iconic. She's the queen. You're the king of kindness. It's the perfect match. <laughs> I'm saying it right now, honestly. Right now. Right now. I hear the book as a song. I'm like, Dolly, can you record his book as a song too? Like put a little, <laughs> put a little ditty to it. Come on. Well, actually, you know, actually I wrote a song too that comes out the day that the book comes out uh, <gasps> next on Tuesday with a, a song and a little lyric video that's uh, brilliantly uh, animated by my friend Darcy Pr- uh, Prendergast in Australia and co-written with my friend Mark Byers. So it's a whole new, it's a, it's a whole new extension of the book that will also encourage kids and families to, you know, sing along. Oh, that's so exciting. As they read. Yeah, yeah. Well, something <laughs> also so exciting that I just need to ask you about real quick if you can, I don't know what you can share, but you are a part of Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, which is incredible. I can't wait to see it. Like, what was that experience like? Do you have an act of kindness from the set or something? I don't know what you can oh talk my about. God. But... Uh, I, so I was on set for a day and it was the most magical day. I will say, I mean, there are a variety of uh, moments of kindness in that day. Um, I went in, I'd met uh, Al really fast when he was parking his car <laughs> i was like i almost i mean i walked right you jumped on the windshield it was like it was like four in the morning i had not woken up yet and i was like walking with my suitcase on the lot and like i walked right in front of his car and so i almost like was hit by weird al yankovic which, <laughs> which is really funny yeah but then um i went and got in the makeup chair and he came in um it was just me in the makeup trailer and he came in and said hello to me and thanked me for being there and was so lovely and kind and then um i was uh, hanging out uh uh in a in a uh uh a green room space uh, for our scene. I'm being very nondescript, but I was hanging out in the That's space right. with with Daniel Radcliffe, and we were just, you know, he was just so lovely and so sweet, and was so engaging and charming, and very, very interested in who I was and what I did, and uh, uh, how it really was magical and wonderful, and. Um, this whole project, again, I think it's like I was saying uh, earlier, you know, this this project of the Weird Al Yankovic movie and its through lines with these other projects that I happen to be affiliated with, like Hairspray and the You Kind of Kind, um, all kind of uh, are different threads of the same, I think, fabric, mm-hmm. right? That share stories of what it means to celebrate joy, your own joy, um, sh- celebrating who you are, in your own identity and how important that is to create space for yourself and provide space for others. You know, Weird Al Yankovic is like, um, I mean, he's a legend. He's a legend for being his authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, legends are often, we've never seen them, right? And we've never seen the likes of them before and they can't yeah. be duplicated or replicated. And Al Yankovic is one of those people, like Dolly Parton. Um, and I think it's a reminder that you achieve greatness and you achieve wonder and and, weird and wild uh by being yourself and i think that's that's where i think so much of this you know conversation leads to is how important it is to to listen to who you are and and allow that to to be the the best you you can be and 
So, so I'm just like all of these projects really, I think, tell that story. And I'm just really, really honored to be had to have any hand in any of it. That's such an incredible through line, a superbless through line, I should say. <laughs> well, thank Nina, you. For the third Special. time, everybody at home, take a shot. No, Nina, I mean, you're knitting this beautiful legacy. I'd be hard pressed to find anybody that could replicate <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> take a, take say, a shot. instead of taking a shot say hello to somebody go on the street say hello just go scream hello <laughs> out your windows right now I have, i'm gonna do that later i have a balcony but i'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that could replicate you as you kind of knit this beautiful legacy and i'm so glad i got to share this time with you before we go i would love if we could just really quickly play a surprise game it's well it's not even much of oh, a God, game okay. it's super quick i'm ready so in your beautiful book, which again, everybody should go by right now, you kind of touch on the fact that compliments are like little Valentines for the ears, which I thought was such a beautiful yeah. definition. It kind of reminded me of how Julie Andrews co-starred from The Sound of Music. He's an icon. I should remember his name, but he said that working with her every day was like being slapped in the face with a Valentine. And I thought that was just such a funny. Oh, Christopher Plummer said Christopher that? Plummer said that about Julie Andrews. And I think oh, that's so fabulous. I love that. Yeah, it just reminded me of that. But anyway. Because you have not gotten enough compliments out of me, we can really quickly oh, play this God. game. It's called the compliment game. Insert cheesy okay. theme song here. <laughs> oh, I might take that because I have one. And it's, it's me harmonizing with myself. And let me tell you, Nina, <laughs> it is not a dreamer. <laughs> so it's called the compliment game. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the compliment game on the okay. okay. It's the compliment. Compliment, compliment game. game. Basically, I reached out to someone in your life for a loving statement about you. I'm going to read it to you, and then you have to guess who said it. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 Now. Oh, this is crazy. Now I'm like, um, see, this is, this, this is, I'm not good at doing this. No. I'm not good at receiving this. Okay. It's, I mean, okay. I think you're going to get this one right off the bat. I do have a hint just in case, but I told them to keep it kind of concise. So I'm going to read it to you. You can ask me yes or no questions. We'll say you get like three guesses. People freak out when there's no rules. But we'll, it, I think you'll get it in a second. Okay. This is your statement. Nina West is simply the Nina Best. If she were a painting, it would be the most colorful imaginable. In fact, I'm not sure if there's enough color in the world that could properly express all the wonder and magic that is Nina West. <laughs> there's some hints in there, actually. Say it again. <laughs> oh, okay. You're like, please, I need to. Nina. No, I just want to. No, I got you. Now I'm like, I'm like overwhelmed. Okay. Nina West is simply the Nina best. If she were a painting, it would be the most colorful imaginable. In fact, I'm not sure if there's enough color in the world that could properly express all the wonder and magic that is Nina West. Is it Hayden Evans? It is. I love Hayden. Yes, it's your oh illustrator, Hayden Evans. Yes. He said, here's your extra hint. I need so much more than 32 pages you gave me to illustrate just to show how much I adore you, Nina. I love him so very much. He's, uh, he really is. I'm, I'm so excited that the world gets, like, really has this mass, uh, I think, exposure for him because he is truly brilliant. And like we we literally had very very few back and forth uh, to, to get these layouts done, and he had 
just captured it. And he captured this character effortlessly and he captured the other denizens of this world, you know, so remarkably. And he tells the story with such joy. So I, he, he's the best. He is the best. You guys he's are a Hayden. dream team. He's the, I don't, can't rhyme it. it. But that he's the Hey Nevin's best. Hey, hey, I'll think of one. I'll DM. Hey, okay. okay. I'm trying to make up words too on the spot too to describe how amazing I thought this this book was. It was just incredible. I'm gonna. I'm remarkable. Gonna, oh, remarkable. Look at that. Okay. Anyway, I know I have to let you go, but I'm not going to because I don't know how to leave a Zoom. And I just would love if we could end this time together by you sharing an actionable kindness tip that you would like our listeners to take away. Well, first of all, I think what you're doing is so important. And I think oh, the work that you. you're, you're like, what you're doing is so important. And it's, it, it brings community together surrounding, uh, I think, a wonderful thing that we all can do, which is kindness. It's very, very easy for us to do. An actionable tip, um, I think, would be to, um, to, to give kindness to the world would be maybe to take an opportunity to take a step back and perhaps, you know, one of the things I love to do is I love to write, uh, I'll pick up postcards um, through, throughout, but granted, I have a luxury of traveling right now. So like, I'll, I'll go to like, you know, a drugstore or something, I'll pick up a postcard, but I'll just drop uh, postcards in the mail to, to remind people of how special and wonderful they are. I think that like getting something in the mail is such a surprise often anymore because it's, uh, we don't really utilize it. Uh, but it's you can't tell me that when someone gets a card that they doesn't put a smile on their face immediately. Mm. Um, and so, um, you know, whether it's a thinking of you, I think that's a really actionable item. But to make, you know, big, big moves, big, bold moves start with yourself. And mm. so take a step back, give yourself some grace and allow yourself to take a breath uh, and to and to come at your day from another angle sometimes if you're having a hard time. But um, just make sure you just take a step back and take some breaths. Um, I think actionable kindness starts with yourself. Yes. It's like when you're in the airplane looking down and you see that we're all just little ants. Sometimes you have to zoom out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just, yeah, take your screen and just like pinch it, yes. pinch it, pinch it. And just remember, <laughs> you know, like pinch your life a little bit and just pinch it back and just remember that you have a lot to offer. Just take a step back and breathe. Yeah, the world is zoomiful, which is zoomed out and beautiful. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm zoomiful. To... It's zoom. <laughs> I like Zoomiful. That's good. Okay. I, I've been thinking of a few more, but anyway, I know I got to let you go. I just want to say, I feel Thank so you. grateful that we have you as a role model because you are putting Thanks. so much good out into the world and you don't even probably know all the magical ripple effects that all of your magic is having. So thank you for being you. Thank you for doing what you're Thanks. doing. And I honestly feel so honored that I got to talk to you. I feel honored that I get to talk with you and share the space with you. So thank uh, you very, very much. Thank, thank you, you, Nina. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully Thanks, I'll you too. soon. They will. I know they will. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am here with a very special guest, the one and only Miss Cassie Carroll. Well, uh, soon to be Mrs. Peter Paul. Yes, it's my last, what's today, Sunday? It's my last Sunday as a Carol. Yeah, it is. Well, you'll always be a Carol at heart. Of course. Which we want because her family's the best. I was trying to rope her mom into doing this kindness tip as well, but uh, I understand. <laughs> We've been sitting here at the Carol's house finishing up decorations for our wedding 
doing table cards. It's been quite the production. Yes. But it's been fun. And also, honestly, you know, a little stressful. Tedious. Yeah. But all throughout doing that, Cassie has been thinking of a kindness tip just for you. I have. So she will now share that with you. I don't know what it is yet, so I am excited to hear it too. Well, my cousin, who I will be celebrating um, with in on Friday, she'll be attending the wedding, Claire Fracas. Yes. She is a great example of this kindness tip in action. Claire supports so many of her friends in all of their endeavors in um, amazing ways. Not only does she, you know, post about them on Instagram and social media, but she also attends their events and she supports them in person. And um, my kindness tip is to find a way to show up for your friends in some of their important moments. Um, Maybe they have a hobby that uh like theater go to their shows or claire's done that for us claire's been to our shows yeah and you always know when she's in the audience or maybe they're part of a sport go to one of their games um and or even just like remember when something's happening in their lives and shoot them a text um i like to put reminders in my phone because my brain is just all over the place and that helps me remember to put that kindness tip in action. Yeah, we got to cheer people on. Yeah, and that, my mom's also a really good example of that. She sends she out is. birthday cards, um, always, it, oddly, always the right time. I don't know how she times it right, but people always get their birthday cards, their anniversary cards yeah. in the mail right uh, at the right time. Both of our moms, I would say. Yeah. Both of our moms are about to be officially both of our moms. Yes. So Crazy. That is pretty wild. Well, I'm glad you brought up Claire because I was going to dedicate this episode to her because Claire is not only kind, but she also is an amazing drag artist Mm -hmm. here in Connecticut. So go Claire. Nina West loves you. I'm just going to put that out there. We love you. Claire loves Nina West. Claire loves Nina West, hopefully. No, who doesn't? (laughs) Nina West is the best. And I love all of you. And speaking of showing up, if you're listening and you're attending our wedding, please show up. Because if you don't, I'll be sad. <laughs> what a strange thing to say. <laughs> no, everyone's going to show up, right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they are. And we're really lucky because we have wonderful people and everyone on our guest list is supremely kind. Yes. It's going to be a, such a great time. Well, we should go finish our favors, our table cards, all this stuff I'm staring at right now. But I want to thank you all for listening. And I want to thank Cassie for being the kindest person I know. Ah, and I guess I'll see you all. Well, I'll be speaking to you all in a little bit. I don't know when we'll come back, but we're going to be running around. So it might be some time, unfortunately, but I love you. I thank you for listening. And until next time, please remember everything's going to be a-okay. A-okay. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lin-Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.